Woo! All right, hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We got the big Zamboni hanging too. Hong Kong. He's back at the studio. Thank you for holding down the fort. Of course. Donna's looking at a Fortnite video right now, and I'm loving it. Donna, that's Fortnite. Uh, Go oh, back cool. to it. All right. Go back to it, Donna. Neat. Look, that's Fortnite. Neat. So you could play that. We could play together, wear headsets, and game at night. I don't really have an interest in that. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know what she's on. It's just it's it's an ad that's on whatever website she was on, Mike, but it is like full-blown Fortnite the game. And just this vision of, of you looking at Fortnite is really interesting. Hmm. Donna's been acting different ever since she started wearing mules. <laughs> she is doing things that she would never do if she was in a normal shoe. Like, for instance, taking them off. Now she's just bored. We're, we're behind a shared table today. I look down like that person on the plane. Shoes no, are off. That's not me. Shoes are off. What's going on here? Well, I don't like the way the shoe looks with the sock. When I don't you like... Can see my foot when i'm standing you can't see any of that except the tip of the shoe i so would rather I... see the mule than just your foot all in right. a sock okay all right another question about a mule donna okay and i don't know if you're the right person i haven't seen you in mules before. a slide yes what would the would the normal thing if you're insecure about people seeing your sock right now too would the normal thing to have to i can do this sentence give okay. me a shot i'll be here drinking is it normal to wear no sock with the mule yeah oh yeah do you have a thing about showing the skin of your feet yeah and it's also winter sure any other questions um <laughs> no i just okay just feel nervous around mule donna that's all let me ask you something where'd you get that jacket you're wearing uh, i got it from Sheehan. interesting that you should say that I watched a 30-minute documentary on Sheehan last night, and it's basically called Impact Nightline Unboxing Sheehan, and I believe I watched it on Hulu, and it was just a very interesting story. I think it, so it comes from ABC News, and it's all about fast fashion, where Sheehan came from, how they've been going viral. And Sheehan, by the way, is like just a, a fast fashion internet um, yeah, they, store. They have no brick and mortar. Uh, it's spelled right. S-H-E-I-N if you're at your computer and you want to go check it out right now. Right. And Sheehan, by the way, is the most popular outlet online for shopping, followed by Nike. Wow. So they became very huge very quickly. And so they were kind of doing a deep dive. Think of uh, Shein like Mm H&M, Zara, that have brick and mortar uh, stores. And what they do is, so H&M and Zara, this is what I learned from the documentary. What they do is they try to predict fashion trends weeks before they happen. So they do this like with algorithms and they're just using data to track all these trends. And then what they do is they order weeks in advance. Okay, that's their model. Zara and H&M. Yes. Okay. Shein actually is the one that you, it has a different business model that uses the algorithms. And what they do is they buy up all this stuff that they're predicting is going to be huge. And then they hold on to it until 
like they don't order more until they see what's going to happen and they they get stuff out fast like really fast they're based in china and they law merc law markers law markers are real nervous (laughs) lawmakers are nervous about the ties to china okay just like they are with tiktok sure and all that stuff they source their clothing from china and in one year they can offer a million products and other retailers can't compete super dirt cheap you could get a skirt for two dollars sure you know what i mean but they're being accused of selling designers designs Mm. and so that decreases the value of those products because they're selling it for pennies as compared to what a designer would it's a really interesting deep dive um they 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 have so many lawsuits who i want to tell you who i wrote it down in my notes who um levi has sued them doc martin has sued them ralph lauren has sued them every they've settled with everyone except ralph lauren there and it's because proving copyright infringement is really very difficult but they're not paying royalties to designers and so a lot of fast fashion companies get sued but when it comes to um when it comes to the china portion of it they you should watch this it's only 30 minutes long but they're they're worried they're worried that um, they think that they're taking our information yes and they're not just and she and is denying all of this but they're asking for an investigation into forced labor you know they're outsourcing from many many different manufacturers to get this stuff done uh they don't even sell to customers in china by the way isn't that interesting And then so there are these advisors to Congress that are encouraging them to crack down on Xi'an and Timu. And they're worried that the Chinese are collecting our data to improve like authoritarian practices, you know, to continue their agendas, to surveil like these are like real true concerns not just like rumor kind of situation i have to tell you with the TikTok concern of uh privacy issues which by the way was bipartisan right there were democrats and republicans yes, who were same all with like this. hang on we're not sure about this and so anytime i hear that there's bipartisan support around something i want to listen a little bit right. more because i'm like okay no you're not really politicizing this this is a concern right. seems to be or a priority right that being said I don't know and I'm gonna sound dumb when I say this but when they say like we're concerned about them taking our data or whatever yes I don't know and I need to watch a special or have someone explain to me what that end game looks like and why I should care yeah because like you want the details like what so what, what? everyone's everyone's I, watching us and everybody's got our data yeah so does this turn that. into something that is particularly like a, a, a tangible threat at some point because when when you have lawmakers who come on and say all this but the normal people who use TikTok or buy from she and and, and the forced labor is a separate issue i'm setting that aside for right now. right yeah well, and that the, hasn't been proven they just want an investigation right now i just don't know if you have uh, adequately explained and maybe there are some security reasons why they can't explain it but if you're trying to get people concerned about this when you use stuff like what are they doing with our data 
I don't know what anybody's doing with my data. Right. I don't know. Usually they hold it for a certain length of time and then. But then what, what, what could they do with it? What are we saying? Are they going to sell it so that somebody can steal my identity? That might raise some concern for me. But if they're just saying like now China has it and it's this arms race for all this digital information. Okay, what happens when you get all the digital information? Like what is the bad thing that ends up happening? And I don't know that I have an answer for that yet. And so. I don't know if I've been given an answer, which is why my concern when I hear about these things feels a little bit lower than maybe it should be. Because I don't know what it means. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't either, Steve. Watch the documentary. I have to go cough. (laughs) (laughs) That's my first time hearing you use your falsetto. I know. You sound like an angel. It's 11-11. Make a wish, everyone. I wish you would stop coughing on the microphone. You should have seen. I wish you could have been here. Although we actually have some people who are here and got to watch Donna's face progressively become my more, eyes are tearing. More and more red. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, it is eleven eleven now. It's eleven twelve. All wishes will not be granted. Okay. Um, oh, here's a study you wanted. Oh yeah. Darn it! I'm not going to get to my Felicity Huffman story. It's okay. And that's bumming me out. All right. Well, let's. Um, well, let's. No, I do. I think this study is more interesting. Okay. Um, Felicity Huffman, by the way, very quickly, she did her first interview. She spoke at the local news outlet in Los Angeles, KABC, ABC7, I think. And uh, she talked a little bit. So if you want to hear her talk about the college admission scandal, you might remember she served 14 days in jail as a result of that. Um, she, she gives her side of the story. Um, so that is going to be, you can find that out there online if you would like. In the meantime, though, I do want to get to this. According to a study, there are six types of drivers. Mm-hmm. What type of driver are you? You can try to self-identify. I think I would like to read through the six and then tell you what kind of driver I think you are. Oh, rude. When we return, Fine. it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com, the weight loss plan where I lost about 25, 30 pounds in just about two months. That was back in March, April, May. It is now November, and I am still down at that weight. I was in the high 190s when I started it. I ended up maybe in the low 170s. Sometimes I dip into the 160s. I'm still right there, and it's all because of the things I learned from the doctor and his team at MNFatLoss.com. Let's talk today about a Gabrielle, a my talker who also lost 27 pounds in 60 days. She says it's a great program. If you really want to lose weight and keep it down, try it. It's worth it. You learn so much about healthy eating habits. The staff is always ready to help if you have any questions. I am so thankful for their support along the way. I agree, Gabrielle. I've learned things about uh, good ways to eat that I continue to this day, and that's why I'm still down that 25 pounds. Thanks, MN Fat Loss. Get that free consultation. It all starts with that. You could even do it on the phone, mnfatloss.com. Tiny tots. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Appreciate you listening. It's Donna and Steve live at Twin Cities Closet Company in Mound. It's a great showroom. Did you just put lipstick on? I sure did, Steve. Devon, who's coming by? What should I know? <laughs> We've been here for two hours and 15 minutes, and the lip is on now. Wow. I've been putting it on a lot. <clears throat> oh, for maybe you need to get color stay. You know, oh, yeah, that's really good. I used to use that a lot. Uh, I just don't wear a lot of color. I'm usually a nude lip, so maybe you're just noticing. I do like a nude lip. A nude lip, heavy eye, nude lip. I was in a play in college <laughs> called The Skin of Our Teeth. Anybody ever heard of The Skin of Our Teeth? No, yeah, okay. It wasn't no, exactly crickets. a Broadway sensation. <laughs> Our audience it was more crickets. of an artsy, artsy <laughs> one. But um, my friend Mackenzie, 
who uh, she's an actress now in in L.A. and she she was on Will and Grace. We had her on after she was on oh, the, yeah, the, the yeah, revival yeah. of Will she's and Grace. Um, oh goodness, she was uh, recently on um, uh, Bunked for my Disney parents out there. Uh, Bunked, which is a fun show. Anyway, she thinking of lipstick had to take me off stage at one point. She was uh, I was the man of the house, George Antrobus, and she was the maid. And then there was a scene where we had to go off stage into the wings. And then you and come back like, with lipstick on your cheek all over or something? Yeah. No, not just on my cheek. So then I would stand there. Well, she kissed you. And then she she like applied makeup, and then she would just kiss all over my face. And I'm just standing there. For the comedic reaction when you come back when onto come the back stage. Out. But that was the quickest way to get it done was just standing there. And so as I was talking about color stay, I was remembering lipstick getting smeared all over my face. As you just stand there like, okay. All right, are we done? That's fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Oh, you tell a fun story. Uh, I want to study. All right, fine. All right, here we go. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Well, uh, AAA released a new study... And they determined that there are six types of drivers. Okay. And so we'll go through these categories, and uh, you can sort of figure out who who do you identify as. Now, look, I'm going to start with the one that only 1% of the people uh, identified as, and it's, you know, pretty serious stuff. So impaired drivers, so people who are driving uh, under the influence of alcohol or under the influence of marijuana, which is a new thing that they're trying to figure out. Um, that is a, that's one category. So we'll sort of set that aside. That's number six. And now we'll go into the other five that are in the list. 41% of people identified as, and there's no way this number is right, as safe drivers. 41% okay. of people said that. Sure. The, the survey asked people about various risky and dangerous driving behaviors, laws, and rules of the road. And they also had drivers self-report their behaviors behind the wheel. That's always not reliable. The group had a good understanding of what's safe and what's not and rarely engaged in bad behavior, according to this study. Women were more likely to be in this group than men. In the bad behavior group no 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 in the safe driver group you don't see a lot of women eyeballing the other mom in the minivan at the stoplight <laughs> saying you, you ready let's do this well that's what i was thinking because moms in particular are very aware of their precious cargo sure and you i think it makes you a safer driver speeding drivers 23 percent of people said that they were speeding drivers these are people who admit to regularly speeding about 15 miles per hour over the speed limit on highways and about 10 over on residential streets, but otherwise they consider themselves to be good drivers. Don't okay, identify I'm, just yet. I'm not. I'm not holding. I don't know if they have your category on there, but I'll add it at the end. Sure. Distracted drivers. 15% <laughs> of people say they identify as a distracted driver. These are people who admit to using their cell phones when driving, particularly texting and emailing. Mm. I must say, um, I used to, uh, you know, I w here's what would happen. You're like in traffic, traffic slows down in the morning, it's kind of slow, and then you're like, okay, I can pull this out my phone and check something. This is called rationalizing. But <laughs> I realized the danger of it, and I more or less have stopped cold turkey. I will almost never touch my phone. Do you phone. cold, I mean, do you um, voice to text? I will do voice to text, and that's particularly easy if you have a if you have a car that has Apple CarPlay, 
because then it's all, it'll say, Donna Valentine sent you a text message. And then I'll press play and it'll be like, oh, Pappy, I'm going to be late. I need you to help with the show. Here's Something like that. And then it says, do you want to respond? I tap a button on the screen in front of me and then I reply that way. Okay. And I don't have Bluetooth in my car. It never works. I have it, but it doesn't work. I want to help I you I just go, hey, Siri, text Steve Patterson. And she'll ask me what I want to say. Oh, now she's writing down everything I'm saying at the moment. And then I just speak and then just go send it. I don't even hit a button, look at I just go send. Yeah, I get that. The Apple CarPlay is a really nice thing. Make sure, I know you're going to get a new car at some point. Make sure it has Apple CarPlay because I really believe it's quite safe. Okay. It's all there. Your podcasts are there. Your Audible books, everything is there. The GPS, it's real. Okay. It really helps you to go hands free. Okay. Uh, distracted drivers was a category. Distracted and aggressive drivers. Yikes! These are drivers who admit to messing around on their phones and driving recklessly, like speeding, running red lights. Oh God, I would never do that. Tailgating. Could we please just back up, you tailgaters? Yes. 94, we're talking to you. And darting in and out of lanes quickly. The people out there who do the double or triple lane mm-hmm. change. It's a power I, move. It's a power move. And listen, the rest of us, non-alphas, we, we see the message. It is communicated clearly. But we're like, stay away from that person. Yes. You ever watch somebody and think, they're going to get in a wreck? No, um, yes. And I've also watched people and I go... Please let them get a speeding ticket. Please let them get a speeding ticket. I yeah. do. I, I'm just like, I don't want anything bad to happen to them. Just a wake-up call. Get, yes. yes. Uh, the other category was the most dangerous drivers. 2% of those asked were the most dangerous drivers. So the, they're doing a lot of these risky behaviors that we talked about and don't seem to comprehend the dangers associated with them. So that means 2% of the people out there who you see doing crazy stuff don't even think it's crazy. Right. They don't think it's risky. They're not like, screw it, I'm late, I got to right. try this. They're just living a a risk-free life in their mind. The category I did not see was angry suburban female driver. And that's how I would identify you, Donna. I do get mad on the road a lot in traffic. It's your angriest version of you. Uh, But the reason I get angry is because people aren't kind. People are greedy on the road. Explain. And they're speeding. All right, I don't mean to say that this is a minnesota thing but people here don't let you go very often if you need to get in they'll speed up just to keep you from getting off the ramp that you need to get off i've seen it i mean i've been here for 25 plus years i've never seen anyone drive like that that aggressively elsewhere the zipper merch you see the all the time merch, with the people merch. get mad and it's like i'm i didn't do anything wrong lady that's the that's what you're supposed to do they get mad that you're going. It's like, no, I'm trying to keep the flow of traffic moving. It's tough to reason with idiots. You know what I mean? I do. And I want to roll down my window in these zipper merges when you see these people that are getting upset. Do they know? I just don't know that they know. They how don't wrong know. They, they think are. you're cutting. They, they think you're cutting in front of them. These. And you're supposed to just keep moving. If the lane is free, just keep going, going, going. Until, until... the merge point. This is what traffic mm-hmm. engineers say helps the flow of traffic. I'm with you. I have spent so much time in my life on airwaves talking about the zipper merge. We didn't call it that when I was growing up in New Jersey. And then I lived in Georgia. I lived in Texas. I've never heard that term till I moved here. I just call it yielding. Yield. 
don't that's see a, a lot of yield here. signs anymore. I know you sure don't. Thank you, Donna, for your courage. Uh, thank you, Steve, for calling um, me an angry suburban driver. When we come back, it'll be time for a slow jam. Oh. It's Rock O'Clock next. Um, hey, if you're like me and you love the ambiance and warmth of a fireplace when it gets cold outside, I want you to remember the name Energy Savers Fireplaces. Think about it. Fireplace is the focal point, right, of a room, of a home. It's where we take our family photos, where we, you know, take our pictures for the holidays. It's all about memories. I love a fireplace. I want you to remember, like I said, Energy Savers Fireplaces because they're local, they're family owned, and they're a full service fireplace store with only five star ratings. They don't have any rating below five stars. You could look it up. The community absolutely loves them. Star Tribune has named them best fireplace store in Minnesota for two years straight. Get in uh, a free in-home estimate and ask about their 12-month interest-free financing. You can do it today. Just go to Energy SaversFireplaces.com. All right. Welcome back, you guys. Donna and Steve live at Twin Cities Closet Company in Mound. It is a Santa stop. You're more than welcome to bring a toy or a gift for the families at the Ronald McDonald House for this holiday season. They're going through some uh, pretty challenging times. And so we thought we would deliver some toys to them. Yeah. So We're hanging out here, Twin Cities Closet Company in beautiful Mound. You can still come by. We're going to be here until noon. But if you're thinking, oh, darn it, I do want to drop a toy off, but I can't make it there by noon, that's okay. The box is going to stay here. We're going to continue to collect these donations throughout our Santa stop. So yeah. plenty of time for you to be generous. There you go. Hey, do you know what time it is? Oh, my gosh. This guy again. What's up, Rocco? Who invited him? There's something wrong with Rocco. What do you want, Rocco? What time is it? It's Rocco Clock. What up, Mound? Hey, what's up, Mound? Is that record store still out there? Yeah, it's right next door. Yep, you got a record store. You can get vacuums there or records. And there are just not a lot of places that are doing that. Or an old vintage uh, concert t-shirt if you want one. Yeah. Those are expensive. They really are, actually. Even a brand new one is expensive. They're like fifty bucks oh, at the yeah. concert at venue. The concert, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, Everything's expensive right it's now. So true, it's Steve. So I crazy. don't know. I know it's, it's a whole thing. Hey, Rocco, Donna's in mules today. You should know she's wearing mules. Okay, um, that's you know the whole story. Do you know what a mule is, Rocco? Does it have like a back strap? Mm-mm. Huh. No, this is saddle free. Slide. This is just it's just the front of a shoe, and it's like imagine a cobbler got tired. The back of the shoe is nothing. The front, they're like, we got a real nice shoe here. Okay, I'm looking at it. And then they stopped. She's wearing this mule, and she's been taking them off like those people on the planes who take their shoes off. She's been taking them off out here. It's just her socks are hanging. I've never seen her in socks until this morning. Steve can do 15 minutes on any subject. Just throw one at him. He's got you covered. I might have got it like exactly opposite. There's like no back. There's no back. Correct. I wonder what Rocco's thinking of that has a That's a back sling strap. a sling back? Sure. Let's go with it. Oh, remember right. remember jellies? Yes, I do. Rocco, you gotta remember jellies. I feel like you once worked at a woman's shoe department or something, Steve, <laughs> right? Am I right? <laughs> I didn't, but I would have loved it. I think I would have really enjoyed myself there. I just remember jellies were hot when I was a kid. Yeah, I remember jellies. People had jellies. They're great because you could get them wet. Yeah. You could you know what they make those shoes now for, for women and men? That you wear like in the boundary waters and they're kind of like like jellies, but with canvas. 
and you could get them. Oh, sure, like Keens, right? Keens, yes, I think that's what they are. There you go. Full circle. Jelly, almost like the the precursor to the crock in some ways. Yes. You know? You know, if people out there are really enjoying this dumb conversation. (laughs) They're not. They're not. They're definitely not. They're going to really enjoy something I uh, dug out of the archives and uh, set at half speed and put some slow jam music underneath it. Okay. Uh, this is three minutes of your life that you oh, wish no. you could have listened to a self-help book instead, but let's go with it. This is called The Slow Jam. I'm going to slow things down. That's right. We're going to slow things down for the lovers out there. This is the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. They also say their favorite holiday flavor is what? Chai? Bourbon, like bourbon balls, peppermint, salted caramel, gingerbread. Those are your options. What do you think the... I stopped listening after bourbon balls. (laughs) I knew a kid whose nickname was that in high school. Oh, my. How do you get that? What happened? You drink a lot. Oh. What did you say to me earlier? You guys, I totally made that up, but go ahead. Oh, really? (laughs) I don't know. You're from Jersey. We don't question stuff anymore. I said Argonad's balls. I don't know. Let's look it up. I think. Yeah. 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 Same thing. Our gonads testicles. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I Um, thought they were like in the testicles. (laughs) Are you thinking scrotum? Nope. Are you sure? I think you're thinking of the wrong thing. Thank you, Ray. Okay. I, the gonads I, are technically the glands that glands. produce the hormones that Got are involved it. in reproduction. So they're actually found in uh, both the testes as well as ovary. I do not like the word gland. <laughs> Really? I would just like to go on record. Well, it's usually, yeah, you're suppressing a gland or expressing, excuse me, expressing. Let's just stop talking. (laughs) We bring you this 30 seconds of dead air. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. That'll do. Oh, yeah. That was the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. You know, it's funny. I don't remember the majority of what we speak about. Me either. And that, I mean, that was just like a passing, you know. I still don't know where that came from. uh, Because you were talking about bourbon Oh, we probably never even (laughs) did identify the the flavor of the holidays. We didn't. it was bourbon... uh, 
peppermint? I don't know. I don't know what that was. I don't either. Look it up. You guys, <laughs> you're online. Yeah, yeah let's go up. back to that because you're like, hey, what is your favorite flavor? Is it bourbon? Is it yeah. bourbon balls? Like, who says that? Yeah, I don't know. Listen, <laughs> sometimes they just give us weird information, and I'm like, this is interesting to get a conversation going. Okay. Um, but then not anticipating that it would go totally sideways. I do have a fun candy cane fact for you. Okay, good. I've got a candy cane right here. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay, this is great. Um, and everybody can play along. Imagine that you have your imaginary candy cane with you. And they ask the question, what is the right way to eat a candy cane? Well, from the bottom. Hmm. Right? That's what you say, Rocco. If you're eating a candy cane, do you eat from the hook down or from the the staff up? I don't know how to say I it. I guess uh, it's been a while since I've eaten one, but I kind of like to break them off into bite-sized chunks so I don't have to sit there looking like a rube with a cane in my mouth. Right. Okay, so you break <laughs> it from the J portion of the... Yeah, because you would snap off the J, right? You're starting at the hook if you're snapping. I think so. Sure. Yeah, let's go with um, My answer is actually, I don't. You don't eat candy canes? I really don't. I would put this in my coffee, though. Why won't you eat a candy cane? Um, I prefer wintergreen. Oh. You know what? <laughs> some people do. You know, some I will people put like... this in my coffee, though. 73% of people prefer the classic peppermint red and white candy cane, as they should. Or cinnamon is good. I do like a cinnamon. I don't want any of the rainbow garbage, and I don't want any of the chocolate garbage. Get all that out yeah, of here. Yeah, I, I don't there's want my like candy cane to be green. There's a green and brown yes. candy cane out there. you got to avoid that at all okay. costs. Will do. Thank <laughs> you for the, the tip. Uh, 27% like those fun flavors. You can get candy canes now in a bunch of weird flavors, including... Mac and cheese, barf, bacon, <laughs> hot dogs, barf again, pickles, sardine-flavored candy canes, and even ones, and I'll read it as written, that are supposed to taste like possum. What? <laughs> where, where are we in the, the country? We're on the Mississippi? internet. Mississippi? Donna. What? We could have people listening in Mississippi. I know, but they know. <laughs> How weird they are? <laughs> I know. It's a good roadkill joke in there somewhere um 55 percent of people start candy canes by sucking on the straight end okay 28 percent go for the curved end first and 17 percent like you rocco said neither they break it into pieces oh, first yeah, yeah. is the candy cane wrapper that's not advanced at all in all of its time <laughs> because that always you start it yep. and then you're trying to push it down Right. And then invariably, that's when you then have to breaks. snap it in anger. Yes. And then you're trying to get it out. Now there are little candy cane dust and little pebbles of candy cane. Oh, see, now that sounds good, like on ice cream. I hate peppermint on ice cream. Huh. The only time that I like peppermint is either in a candy cane or in an official Lifesavers peppermint. You know what I'm saying? Peppermint. Rocco, I heard you verbally respond well, to that. Are you a big peppermint uh, well, flavor? I would probably friend? jump in with Winto Green. Winto Green? <laughs> yes. Yeah, which is also great. I'll tell you what. What's that, Steve? You know what else we don't see a lot of these days? What's that? Lifesavers. In, no. in the sleeve, in the individual sleeve. You get the party packs uh, now. People do the party packs. You don't see somebody very often, not like back in the 90s, pull out a, thing a, of, a tube of Lifesavers. And say, hey, do you want a Lifesaver? Do you want a Lifesaver? My a winter green. My 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 uh, grandfather used to have 
lifesavers, Pepo Mint, which I love. Pepo Mint. And then my dad got these garbage mints. He would never get <laughs> lifesavers. Instead, do you remember Velaments? I was just going to ask you that. Oh. They were square. Yes, and they they were. Uh, uh, I uh, literally they had little specks on them. They had little 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 flecks of green. Yes, and uh, and then there was no hole in the middle. It right. was in an indentation, right? But not a hole. My dad always had velaments. They sucked. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't. They didn't have the chalkiness that you want. They were very smooth, like ice. You're right. They were, and they didn't make your breath as good. Like if you put a peppermint. Lifesaver in your mouth. You're going to keep calling it Pepomint, aren't you? That's how they market it. If you put one of those in, though, I wonder why. your breath will be so good. Oh, my gosh. I love those. That'd be nice to, to have some of those around. I just went to the wiki. Uh, in, by 1919, they had six other flavors. Wint O' Green, Clova, <laughs> Licko Riss, oh. Cinnamon, Violet, and Okay, Chocolate. there's a copyright situation here. <laughs> Because there's no reason for them to call them Pepo Mint. One mint. Wait, wait, well, go a, back to those nutrition facts. The branding was the O, right? There's yeah, it was fifth, all the O. I think it was 15 calories. It was all the o. How many grams of sugar? Three grams of sugar in a lifesaver? Oh my gosh, we should have these. Okay. I but these. I would like Winto Green. Winto Green is very good. You can good. have the Pepo Mint. Have you had, what are the orange ones called? Have you had the orange ones? No. Yes, oh, I love those. Gosh. Those are the best. Those are great. They're not helping your breath in any way, though. Those ones aren't in the same way that Luden's cough drops weren't helping your cough. That was cherry candy. You're right. With you the guys remember? with the beards on the cough drop box? Uh, I do not remember in the beard. No. It was like in a white little rectangular box, and they were so good. Ludens? Oh, my gosh. Ludens, oh, yeah, right? for sure. There was, they, yeah. they had nothing to do with your coughing, but they were delicious candies. Yeah. <laughs> are those the guys with the beards? Mm-hmm. They look like a, the guy on the Ludens cough? Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm that old. Wait, who are the guys with who the beards? The, beard the bearded guys, guys on the cough drop box. Anybody? Ricola? Ricola? What brother? Smith, Smith? Brothers? Okay. The Smith Brothers? They were doing these? Okay. Yeah, it looks like up. Smith Brothers. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of this. Oh, I see him. They're you see him? Okay, here we go. Smith Brothers. Cuff oh. Dr- oh, wait, that does not look One familiar. One is very beardy. <laughs> oh, there they are. There's oh, yeah, the beardy yeah, guys. Like old-timey. Yes. You know, stick them up. Yeah, yeah, stick them up, yeah. yeah Even before that. Are. 1847, that's when those were um, first made. Wow. How about that? That's really something. This concludes cough drop talk. Yay. Yeah, which we do every week during cold and flu season. <laughs> Fridays at eleven thirty. Uh, Rocco, thank you for the slow jam and the cough thank drop you. talk. We'll see you uh, next we week. We gotta go. Hey, when we come back, I got a few things that are fun that happen on this day in history. All right, we'll do a little bit of that, and then we'll try if we can to get a hold of Brian. Find out what the soup of the day is. All right, well, we come back, Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, it's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Uh, you know, when a death in the family occurs, it's a stressful uh, time full of grief, and you don't really know what to do. Uh, but if you look at the reviews for Crescent Tide uh, on their Google reviews, you'll see that family after family, when they turn to Crescent Tide in that time of grief, in that time of need, Crescent Tide was able to answer all their questions, to take care of business, take all the necessary steps in a calm, courteous, sympathetic manner. You know why? Because they're good people over there. It is Lisa and Verlin and their team. It's a family-run business right here in St. Paul. And uh, a while back, they were in the full-service funeral business, and one day they were like, you know what, it just seems like 
So many people these days, they just want a simple cremation. They want it to be inexpensive, and then they want to go celebrate their loved one in a way that is relevant to them. So that's what they do. Uh, they say they keep it simple, transparent, and affordable. Simple cremation start at just $1,000. Check them out today, crescenttide.com. Hey, it's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment. We're at Twin Cities Plaza Company in Mound. I almost said Mound, California. We are in the state of Minnesota today, Donna. Why would you say California? I don't know. Is there a mound in California? Mike, is there a mound, California? Um, we're in Mound, Minnesota. It's beautiful. Uh, we're across the street from a bank and a hardware store. And how, a couple of cranes. How much more approachable do you want us to be? Um, it's Twin Cities Plaza Company. When you come in here, it's really beautiful. The drive out is beautiful we ate a couple doors down lunch yeah, it was a really couple good. years ago we did i can't remember the name of the place do you guys know the name of the place the uh, dakota junction so we said okay. yeah we ate at yeah, dakota junction great. a couple years ago it's really nice uh, it's a good size i have to i have to split shortly after uh we wrap up the show oh is this your way of telling me we're not having lunch together well i just there were some things that came up and i have a uh, a haircut that i All cannot right. cancel with my barber well i guess i'll go look at the vacuums and cds by myself donna <laughs> You're a cabin girl. You've, you're, you're, I got to go to the cabin. You know why? I'm your meeting. Your car a refrigerator right now? Uh, yes, it is. I have food. I've got stuff packed up because I have to meet. Um, I'm getting my furnace, my annual furnace check from Aquarius Home Services. Oh. So I got to meet the guy up there. I got to rush out of here so I could get there when he gets there. What's your problem? Up at the cabin. That is correct, Steve. Will it take you three hours to get there? It will take two, 15. That's not 20, bad. 220 maybe. That's a good cabin location. Some people have cabins, but they're like three and a half hours. Yeah, I would never do that. I would like a lake home, and I would like it to be on Lake Waconia. Okay. And I would like to be there. I would like it to be very reasonably priced, please. All right. And um, I want to go there and have lake life there and then just have a 20-minute drive back home. Oh, you want an additional home. That's correct. Oh, Instead of the cabin up north, I want a cabin... Very close. Why don't you just move on to the Lake Minnetonka over here? Why don't I just loo- move on? And, Donna, listen. You're a big TV guy. No, I'm radio scum. I left TV. <laughs> I'm here with you now. Now you're a dirtbag like the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. I am mm. struck with financial insecurity all of a sudden. Why did I leave that job? <laughs> I um, have no idea. Yeah, anyway. That's right. We all make bad decisions. It's fine. That's exactly right. Not a big deal. Um, Back in this day on December 1st, I'd like looking back in time uh, to make you feel seasoned. Not old, but seasoned. 50 years ago today, the Carpenters hit number one with Top of the World. Oh, my God. 50 years ago. So what was that, 73? Where'd you get your math degree? Get it, girl. You got it. Yeah. That was nice. It's a great song. Can you sing it? I'm on top of the world, hey! I'm huh? on the top of the world, Ooh, looking, looking down, down on creation, creation and the only explanation I can find. It's a great song. Love her voice. Is that a song about being high? No. Oh. They're wholesome. Oh, it's so good. Listen to that voice. What? Don't make a face over Karen Carpenter's voice, R.I.P. It's like if I had a hammer type of era, you know. Yeah, it's a little Peter, Paul, and Mary, which I really like Peter, Paul, and Mary. So good. Yes. Was Peter, Paul, and Mary, were they played on the radio back in the day? 
Like, I would think you hear so. It on the radio? Yeah, okay. I think so. I mean, I'm not that that old, but. Well, sure. yeah, I guess maybe they were a little bit more like in 60s, 70s. Correct. Yeah, right around there. Um, 34 years ago today, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation was released in movie theaters. Wow. 34 years ago. Holy cow. Um, and see if you can get this one, a little trivia. 11 years ago in the year 2012, this singer began a two-year residency in Las Vegas performing at the Coliseum in Caesars Palace. That is Celine Dion. That is incorrect. That is, wait, Barbara Streisand. What's the year? 2012. Started a two-year residency. Female singer. Anybody? Cher? Cher? Not Cher. Shania. Shania Twain. In 2012? 2012. Wow. Wow. I didn't realize it was that long ago. So you're a rocket scientist. 2012 was the year. Wow. 11 years ago that happened. Damn. Uh, That's all I got. All right. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Well, this co- day in history. Do you want to share your Taylor Swift story? Really oh, quick? I was just going to say, I thought fun. it was really interesting that. Um, so, there is a woman named Emily Cloud and her husband. They own a wedding venue in Boise, Idaho. I bet it's beautiful. Last November, this woman, Emily, posted a TikTok offering the venue for free to anyone willing to give her Taylor Swift tickets. Mm-hmm. She said, um, well, now she's saying it was 100% a joke, but somebody took her up on it. This woman, Jennifer, her husband, Mike, they were married at Vintage Rose on October 8th after giving Emily three of their six tickets. This woman says each ticket was $300, so they spent about $900 on a $4,500 wedding venue. Wow, great deal. Before the wedding, um, Jennifer and the this couple that she sold the tickets to sat side by side at the taylor swift show oh. and then she got married at their venue that's fun everybody wins yes everybody totally wins there that's my whole story thank you oh and by the way olivia um Rodrigo? benson oh. who plays olivia benson um uh, marishka hargitay god bless you just named her cat because taylor swift has a cat named olivia benson right yes you knew this right sure so she just named her cat after Taylor Swift's song, Karma. Isn't that cute? She posted on Instagram. Maybe, Mike, we can uh, put this up um, on the show links Yeah, absolutely. Page. We'll get it up there. Okay, awesome. Taylor Swift has a cat named Benson. Is that what you said? No, Olivia. Named Olivia Benson. And the other cat's name is, what is it, Mike? Okay. Meredith Grey and Benjamin Button. Okay, all okay. characters. Gotcha. Right. All right, now I'm tracking. Meredith Grey yes, from Grey's Anatomy, Anatomy. Olivia Benson from... Benjamin Button from, yeah, yeah, from Brad Pitt. Thing. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Well, Good conversation. Right, now, we are your home for entertainment talk. <laughs> Why don't we find out what the soup of the day is? Can we give them a call? Come down for Moose Soup after! It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's rock and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. He's not going to answer, is he? If he doesn't, I swear to you. If he doesn't answer. Hey, Brian. Hey, what's up, Brian. My, my brother. Hey, our best friend. If he doesn't answer, I'm going to do nothing. No, no, I was talking <laughs> about someone else. We're calling it. someone else yeah. on the, on uh, the other we, line. Yeah. We do cold calls. We sell mortgages. You mean um, after this, after your show's <laughs> over? Yeah, it's a side hustle. Yeah. Um, hey, man, always great to hear from you, first of all. Hey, we want to guess. Um, Donna already guessed, and here's her tone when she guessed it. She said, chicken wild rice. 
I would like to guess Italian wedding soup as our soup of the day. What is the Both soup of the day wrong. in the cafeteria? Dang it. All right. I'll give you a hint. Also okay. European, but not Italian. French onion. Got it. Oh, wow. Okay. I've never tried your French onion. I need uh-huh. to do that. <laughs> are you wearing the the french mustache today to theme it up a little bit on a friday i'm sure the hubbard family enjoys a little uh costume yep they love it a little cosplay in the calf don't be weird Donna. Fair, don't. <laughs> hey uh, hey brian are you going to the christmas party uh up in the air still okay all right well you should i just rsvp you yesterday. know what that means you're going you're, are you going? You're going. I don't know. <laughs> are you making no, the soup? it's in Bloomington. It's close. Yeah, I yeah. know. Bring yeah. some soup. Win right, some prizes. Yeah. Okay. We have to go. We're on we'll the radio. Yeah, we got to go. All, all right. All right. Bye, you. Brian. Thank Goodbye you. to everybody here at Twin Cities Closet yes, Company. Yes. Beautiful Thank mound. you guys so much. Home of a Santa stop. Still time for you to come out and bring by toys that will go to Ronald McDonald House Charities. Love you. Long time. Bye now.